Hi, thanks for tuning in to High on Horror. I'm Drew. And I'm John. This episode and every future episode is dedicated to all the horror hounds and smokers out there who want to expand their knowledge of the genre and have a good time. On today's episode, we're reviewing Evil Dead Rise. John and I got an advanced screening of it, and we've been sitting on it for like, what, over a week now? Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and we've been unable to talk about it, so we cannot wait to spill our guts this episode and, and talk about it finally. And uh, I know that a lot of you listeners are dying in anticipation to watch it in theaters this weekend when it comes out. So uh, we're going to start this episode off like we usually do and give you a spoiler-free review. And then after giving you a fair warning, we'll get into some of the gory details. Also, listen for the keyword. There will be a keyword this episode that will win one lucky person a free Evil Dead Rise mini poster the that was given word. out at the advance screening. The password <laughs> is nipple. That's not the password. You have no. to listen later. <laughs> All that and more today on High on Horror. Horror. Interviews, reviews, and the latest news all rolled into one. If you hear that train noise, you know it's time for Strainwreck, the segment of our show where we discuss what we're smoking this episode, and to start us off on the right foot, it's always the best uh, segment to start with. Um, I do want to say, I forgot to mention this, Renfield was supposed to be our episode this week, but due to seeing the Evil Dead rise early, we wanted to get this uh, episode out as early as we could, so Renfield Hell will be yeah. next week. And um, yeah, um, actually, so with that, John... You got something special for us today, right? Yeah, I was going to say, if you hear the train noise, you know it's train wreck, but if you hear the train a-coming, that's Folsom Prison Blues. (laughs) But uh, yeah, actually, I posted, was it a week ago, two weeks ago? Depended on your understanding of the space-time continuum. Our timeline is kind of everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, our timeline, who the hell knows? We we have our own multiverse. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I posted on our Instagram, I went to a what's this like the third time fourth time i've went to a kevin smith event but like the third time i've met him yeah and because when nicole and i went on new year's he auctions off the uh tubes well i guess not auctions he has uh kevin smith has his own theater it's called smog castle over in atlantic heights new jersey mm-hmm. and uh because it's an independent theater uh talking to other independent theater owners he said that uh they're like you know you can take donations and he was like what they're like yeah do you think we stay in business we're not a chain like you take you take donations so he'll like do stuff for donations the last time i went you had to have cash right so i made my sister stop before we got there because last time he had these little tubes and like i posted on there what's in the tube as kevin smith said who knows (laughs) but uh and he, he does stress that you did not buy this tube from him. It was a gift for your donation to Smog Castle. Correct. So for my donation to Smog Castle, I got a nice little tube of a pre-rolled. It's Caviar, Ca- Caviar Gold. I think I said that right. Yeah. But uh, Caviar Gold sounds about right. Caviar <laughs> Gold. But uh, it's an infused pre-roll. So, uh, and the tube signed... So, uh, we're going to smoke that today, but, uh, yeah. yeah and tell also, us about it though. It's gotta be some decent shit. I'm assuming. I don't have too much. I just know it's an Indica and I've heard caviar gold before is a pretty good strain. Isn't or, it like I'm, you said a, it was a like pretty good company or something. Some, so it's like a really high percentage. It was like, it? yeah, it was pretty high for like, I've 
pre-rolled, it was like 40% or some <sighs> shit. And it's like a half gram pre-roll, too. Yeah. So that's, yeah, okay. But, uh, we'll pack a punch. And it was funny because in the photo I got with them, uh, I met him and Q from Impractical Jokers. That's on our Instagram, by the way. Yeah, I, I would like to get Q on because he's done Hatchet 3. Reach out. And he's friends with Adam Green. And I, I uh, interviewed the director of Hatchet 3, so maybe we could do a Hatchet 3 reunion. <laughs> yeah, Shit. that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, when, when I went to go get my photo with him, I told Kevin, I said, oh, I'm going to get the tube in the photo. He goes, oh, great. Get us all arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're, so we're going to smoke that today. It's called Snoogans. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Which, of course, I mean... They, they had to give it some kind of thing. And then of we course. also got a bong packed here. So we, yeah, we're going to get it down. Yeah, I need going. to hit up the dispensary where we're recording today. And as of right now, it's 417. So I need to I need, I need to get re-upped for 420. <laughs> um, I did want to say that uh, before we talk about the Evil Dead Rise, um, I uh, wanted to discuss something with you real quick, John, and also to our listeners because... Apparently, I have like an exclusive story from Kane Hodder, like something that he's never told anybody before. Now, um, rather, I don't really believe personally that he's never told this to anybody before, but I do think that it's not common knowledge. So it's pretty cool if you want to learn something about Kane Hodder right now. Um, so I went to Monster Mania convention this weekend, as you know, and uh, I was in Kane's line and I brought my photos son- on Instagram as well. Yeah, <laughs> I brought my son up to meet him and. Uh, you know, when I introduced my son's name is Abel, and the first thing that Kane says is he goes, What? Kane and Abel. And I was like, Damn, I didn't even realize that. That's pretty cool, right? And then um so then I introduced myself and I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, I'm I'm Drew, you know, I've met you before. And he was like he just kinda looked at me and his jaw dropped. And he's like, What? And he's like, I just said Kane and Abel and now you tell me my name is your name is Drew and I'm like, Yeah and he's like you know that like when my mom got pregnant, my mom said that my name was either going to be Kane or Drew. <laughs> and he's like, I've never told anybody that before. And I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, that's yeah, I definitely never heard of that. And I'm like, so right yeah. there at that meeting at that table, you had a Kane, Abel, and Drew. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty unique. And yeah, so apparently uh, there could have been a Drew hotter in an alternate <laughs> universe. But uh, Kane is somewhere out in the multiverse. Yeah, Kane was almost named Drew. So apparently that's not common knowledge. I don't know if that's really important knowledge, <laughs> but it's pretty cool. It's, Still you know, knowledge, no. Yeah, it's pretty cool to know that and to have experienced that, you know. But um, yeah, man, you have some pretty f- funny experience with. Well, Kane I was going to well, say, right? uh, Kate Kane uh, called uh, the guy you said dressed as Freddy in your line at Kitty Diddler. Oh yeah, yeah. The the guy next to me was dressed as uh, Freddy Krueger, and Kane's talking to my son, and he's like, "Why don't you?" He's like, "Why do you like Jason?" And my son was like, "Because Jason doesn't kill kids." And uh, Kane's like, "That's right." And then he looks at the Freddy cosplayer next to me and goes, "I'm like this pedophile mother," and then stops himself <laughs> from finishing the sentence, and everybody started laughing. Yeah, when I went, uh, him and CJ Graham were next to each other. And uh, if you've listened to this show, you know part six is my favorite. Yeah. So I met obviously. Kane first because I figured he would have more people on his line. So I went to his line. I was second in line. Then I was like, okay, I want to go meet CJ Graham because part six. So I'm telling CJ Graham, I'm like, yeah, you know, I love part six. Like me and my dad watched it a lot when I was a kid. He had it recorded on a VHS. I said, parts, I said, everybody can say anything. Part six is my absolute favorite in the series. (laughs) And he goes, why don't you say that a little louder so other people can hear you? Because I mean, Kane is not even like 10 feet from us to my left. (laughs) So I just kind of lean over a little bit and I'm like, yeah, I think Friday the 13th part six is the best in the series. (laughs) Kane signing somebody's autograph. He doesn't, he just, he just looks up, he just moves his head and just looks up at me and goes, 
you're a fucking idiot. And then goes back to sign and person's thing. And CJ Graham's like, Kane, there's literally a kid right in front of you. And he looks at the kid and goes, oh, man, I'm sorry. Uh, you're a big dum-dum. <laughs> like, went back to, like, autographing the kid's stuff. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, apparently him and CJ Graham have like this uh, sarcastic like beef. Uh, it's not serious or nothing, but like they're always fucking with each other. And um, actually, the dude in front of me uh, had a Jason Lives tattoo, and he showed it to Kane. He's like, "Here's my Jason tattoo," and Kane goes, "Ah, why would you show that to me? That's disrespectful. A fucking one timer. You get a tattoo of a one timer. Sounds like damn, a one timer, <laughs> but one of the best." Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. most of the Jasons are pretty much one-timers, but... <laughs> Dude, okay, so and right now in the background, we're watching Terrifier I was going to bring this, this up. It's a goddamn bedroom scene. I was going to bring it up, but I'm like, how, why is that relevant? And I was going to let it go, and then I saw you just look up at it, too. Yeah, I'm just like, it's hard to take your eyes off the brutality I'm trying to record. I look up, and I'm like, oh, shit. Well, it's funny, because you started talking, and as I looked over, I was looking over at my notes, and I just looked right up at the TV, and I just, in my head, was like, ugh, the bathroom scene. Is he about to come back with the bleach right now? You mean the bedroom scene you said the bathroom scene. Did I say bathroom <laughs> yeah yeah you know the ba the, ba the bathroom scene where with, with, with pamela anderson oh he's about to come back with the salt. we're just yeah. we're just this has turned it from a strain wreck to <laughs> a, a to, <laughs> to a like watch along so uh set your uh right now ali is crawling towards the please phone. set your video time to 23 minutes you got sienna's uh, calling on the cell phone yeah, Ali's almost getting to the phone. She's crawling Ugh. with one arm. She she, she going have seen oh, oh, here he comes. comes Art. Oh, there's the bleach. Oh, in her mouth too. <laughs> oh, here comes the salt. No. That's that, that's the same salt I clean my bong with. Yeah. You mean, you mean my wife cleans your bong? Okay, with? she cleaned my bong <laughs> once, okay? Oh, uh, there it is. Yeah, the salt. Here it goes, rubbing it in the... Uh. Spoilers for any of you who haven't seen Terrifier 2. <laughs> yeah, just random spoilers. But this part right here, when he pulls her half of her face off, I always forget about that part. That is like, probably the most fucked up part. Anyway. Her mother right. just chilling, watching Night of the Living Dead. Well, let's get into talking about Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, this is the part where, like, she's about to see the pale girl in a second. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, we're still watching Terrifier still 2. Going on. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so Evil Dead Rise was originally supposed to be a streaming movie. Uh, for those of you who did not know that, it was supposed to go to HBO Max or the now Max. But luckily to enough, <laughs> movie theaters started doing good again. And uh, Warner Brothers realized what they had with an Evil Dead film, and they made the right call to put it in theaters. I mean, I'm personally glad. Uh, I don't think it would have been the same watching it at home. Don't you think this is a theatrical movie, John? I mean, what if they did the Snyder cut? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Snyder does Evil Dead. The Cronin cut. <laughs> the Lee Cronin cut. But uh, I'm surprised that still got moved to a theater i feel like it's what i mean the star series kind of failed failed out but even yeah. though it was really good but uh yeah i mean it definitely was uh pretty nice to see it in theaters 
even in them uncomfortable ass seats <laughs> yeah um so uh irish filmmaker lee cronin was actually offered to direct the next evil dead movie back in 2019 when sam raimi saw what he was that he was a uh, quote a master craftsman end quote and knew how to make a good horror film after he saw lee's first feature hole in the ground now, um, the movie title Evil Dead Rise and the announcement of the project altogether came in 2020, and that's also when Lee wrote the script. Uh, Lee was nine years old when he saw Evil Dead, and it had a profound impact on him, it's like most of us. pretty young to be seen Evil Dead. Right, and uh, it uh, made him jump with anticipation at the prospect of helming the next film in the beloved franchise. And uh, all right, here's a knowledge nugget for you also. Um, Evil Dead Rise used 1,717 gallons of fake blood. I believe it. Yeah, right? And uh, the 2013 remake, though, supposedly used 50,000 gallons of blood just for the final scene alone. So uh, Rise isn't as gory of a remake, but uh, really? trust us, it's still gory. Believe it or not. Oh, man. I mean, I guess the numbers don't lie, but <laughs> I felt like this was... Was uh, pretty goddamn gory. Agreed. It delivers for sure. Um, and Bruce Campbell said something that was funny but true during an interview that I was watching. He said that uh, genre fans have typecast him more than studios. He said that uh, he gets he gets uh, he gets roles on like Hallmark movies and he's had roles on Xena and other things. And he gets non horror roles, but it's like the horror fans keep pulling him back into horror. He can't get out of it. I mean, like outside of horror, he has a He's well respected, but like, I wouldn't say he's like a top name outside of horror. Like, he's, he's still a decent actor, and you know, like you said, gets decent roles. But I feel like we just love him more. He made his stamp here. This is where he's like, this is where yeah. he's king, so to speak. Um, Hail to the king! <laughs> uh, but uh, Bruce also apparently. So check this out to you listeners out there, and John, I did not know this prior to seeing the film. Bruce Campbell is in Evil Dead Rise. I, I definitely heard his voice. I, I didn't see him, um, <clears throat> but, but apparently, I heard his, but you heard his voice, right? No, I didn't even know. I did not even that. But uh, apparently, he and the Delta are both in the film, um, and they're very, very well hidden to the point that Lee Cronin said, director Lee Cronin said that if anyone uh, tweets him the exact whereabouts of Bruce and the Delta, that he will pay them fifty dollars. And as far as I could tell, that deal still stands because the movie isn't even out yet, and and people are talking about this scene and nobody's uh seen him. I heard his voice, but I did not see him. That's interesting. Now I'm gonna have to listen for his voice. I didn't, so that's interesting. Do you remember where you heard his voice at? Yeah. I, okay. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a spoiler. Okay. But when the, the book opens and it starts flipping through and you hear like all the like voices and yeah. stuff, I definitely heard. I, maybe uh, maybe no, I'm wrong and misheard true. it, You're but true. I'm like 95% sure I heard Bruce Campbell's voice in there. Uh, that would be awesome. It was very it was super quick. But that's a, that's crazy. If that's dude, you should tweet that to Lee Cronin <laughs> and see if that's it. You might win that 50 Maybe. bucks. But I think he means they're physically in there, I know right? I, do, I do too, but I'm just saying, I wonder if uh, if you're right about that. That'd be really cool. That's also a little cool Easter egg. But um, so I actually had to watch the remake two or three times, though, honestly, to uh, the 2013 film. I mean, to swallow the pill um, in theaters. I was totally underwhelmed by it. Uh, everything that happens 
Even the most minuscule details were ruined in all of the trailers and Red Band trailers for the 2013 film. And uh, I don't know if anyone else knows, but it fucking sucks when you're watching a movie and realize that the best parts and most shocking parts are the shit you've already seen on trailers on YouTube. 65? Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that was good. But uh, yeah, so I walked away totally disappointed and did not like it. Um, once I watched it once or twice at home, I started to like it as its own thing, but... It still feels like a movie that, to me, was was made in the hopes of giving Evil Dead fans what they thought they wanted, as opposed to actually giving us what we wanted, which is something new and fresh, but also, also faithful, which is what Evil Dead Rise gives us. Evil Dead Rise is ten times the uh, Evil Dead film that the remake was, and uh, the trailers didn't give away the best parts or the most shocking parts. Even though I like the remake now, it's still... The lowest ranked fran in the franchise for me, and uh, I'll talk about ranking them later. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the Evil Dead Rise review. All right. So, uh, like Drew said, we're here to talk about Evil Dead Rise. It's scheduled for release later this week from Warner Brothers and uh, EDR. It's like EDM, but it's Evil Dead Rise instead of electronic <laughs> dance music or something. I forget the fuck it stands for. Anyway. anyway. It's a supernatural horror film from writer-director Lee Cronin. It stars Lily Sullivan and Alyssa Sutherland as two sisters who, estranged for some time, must reunite, or I guess unite. Yeah. Well, I guess no, they're reunited. I stand yeah, by, damn it. <laughs> to save their family from demonic creatures, uh, Morgan Davies, Gabrielle Eccles, and Nell Fisher, who's making her film debut, are among the supporting cast. And, uh... Plans for a sequel to Evil Dead from 2013, Army of Darkness from 92, and the fourth season of Ash vs. Evil Dead uh, had previously been scrapped. And uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead ran from 2015-2018. So this paved the way for Evil Dead Rise's development. Sam Raimi announced the project in 2019 with Robert Tapper producing, Raimi and Bruce Campbell executive producing, Cronin writing and directing. And uh, production took place in New Zealand from June to October of 2021. And uh, Evil Dead Rise premiered at the South by Southwest on March 15th of this year and set the Brig audience on a frightening journey of thrills and gore continuing the legacy of Evil Dead. And it has plenty of gore, I will say that. Oh, hail the deadites. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like we said, it's uh, Evil Dead Rise follows the two sisters. Uh, they're named Mel and Liv, and they reunite after the death of their mother to clean out the family's old home in the city. However, while in the basement, they discover an ancient book that unleashes a horde of demonic entities upon them. Why is it always found in a basement? Except except Ash versus Evil Dead, he kind of had the book with him, but it was in a trunk. Yeah, yeah, but right. It's always in a basement. It's never in the attic. <laughs> That'll be the next one. Evil Dead Attic. I mean, this was called Evil Dead Rise. Uh, anyway. The, <laughs> the sisters find themselves trapped in the building and must fight for survival against the evil spirits that possess the people around them. Um, as they struggle to stay alive, they also try to uncover the origins of the book and the demonic forces that have been unleashed. Let me stop you right here real quick. I just wanted to say mm -hmm. that um, when Alyssa Sutherland, you know, the lead, when she gets... Uh, when she gets uh, she's actually really scared of horror movies in real life she's not a fan of them because she gets scared of them but she took the uh, role of ellie very seriously 
like a professional would, and she embraced the physicality of the role, which is something that you need to do oh, in an Evil Dead movie. Uh, yeah. And uh, she did. Um, she actually did. Uh, a, she 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 practiced and got prepared for the role by uh, uh, watching and doing interpretive dance videos and moves to help inspire movements. And uh, yes, her Those, movement. Those like quirky movements. And the way she like crawled and stuff. Yeah. yeah and and uh, her movement and physicality are on point. And uh, she's one of the best Deadites in the entire series. It's like seriously, like seriously. When you think of like the, all the Deadites from the movies, how's she not towards the top? I would have loved to have seen Ash fight this chick, man. It's like funny because like the other evil deads, it's always somebody gets possessed and you feel kind of bad because you're like well you know they're trying to kill him but they're still this like in this movie i never felt any sympathy towards this dead eye yeah like, right I it's like you. kill this bitch I feel, like, <laughs> I feel you yeah man like in the other ones like you know it's you know it's ash's girlfriend and stuff so you, this one i'm just like even though it's like the girl's mom and you know sister it's like kill this bitch yeah get her out of there uh yeah, uh, the film takes place in a high-rise building, a departure from usually our isolated cabin setting in previous Evil Dead movies. Uh, the director, Lee Cronin, has described the film as a roller coaster ride of terror with a strong focus on character and emotion. I feel like that's true of a lot of Evil Deads. They're very much character. They're, they're still the horror, the kills, the gore, but they're still, at the end, very character-driven, mm -hmm. which I think's we've talked about this before that's where you get the long lasting legacy horror movies is you have ones that you care about the characters very true as opposed to like i know we brought them up already kane hotter uh jason's uh friday 13th part 7 the new blood like yeah. whatever like <clears throat> it's a cool movie to watch but it do i really care about the characters no no even though that girl's like basically killed her dad when she was a kid still don't care like, <laughs> yeah but, she totally uh, carried her dad. I was gonna say before we get into spoilers, like I feel like that's really all you need to know about the film. Like if you've seen the previous installments in the series, you kind of know what to expect. It's just you don't have Ash. It's a new location, but it's still still the Evil Dead formula. And uh, the Necronomicons never felt more realistic than in this film, in my opinion. Like, the Necronomicon's always had some character to it, but, like, this thing had teeth on it and shit. Yeah, like, man, it was mean. It was a pretty badass one. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, uh, I was wondering how much I was going to like the film. It's funny, we talked about trailers, and uh, I've been honey-dicked by too many trailers here lately. <laughs> like I said, 65, a big example. Like, yeah. man, like, they literally did give away, I still like 65, but they literally did give away all the, the good scenes, yeah. the plot, and all the best parts Agreed. of 65 were in the trailer. Agreed. Even the poster yeah. shows like the best part of the movie. Yeah, that poster's badass. <laughs> it I'd is like badass. To have. Uh, also, I think changing locations was another concern of mine going in as well. Uh, and I wonder, part of me's wondered if it had anything to do with the Child's Play remake. How they, <laughs> how they switched that to like a high-rise type totally i can see that but, yeah, uh, i don't know the, <laughs> but yeah like i said i had my reservations going in but i loved it and uh i think it's better than the 2013 remake as mm -hmm. well um it was a solid film it kept the legacy of the previous films but made it its own distinct chapter in the series i was going back and forth it's funny my final score is an 8.2 out of 10. Mm. I kept going back and forth between that and like 7.8. And I literally, I don't know how many times I typed this out and changed it. <laughs> and I was like, I like it. And then I'm like, 
did I like it that much? And I'm like, well, if I say I like it this much, which I do, then it's that's what you want to. It's got to it, yeah. be an eight point two. And then I'm like, but eight point two is pretty high. And like I literally kept like talking <laughs> myself back to each one. But I was like, fuck it. Like I reread my review, and that's what made me. I'm like, okay, yeah, eight point two makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, actually, I want to say something before I get into my uh, re- my little uh, review, but um, I uh, just wanted to say I wanted to point out something that I learned. Apparently, this movie, um, the the way that it ties into the Bruce Campbell timeline and the uh, 2013 reboot timeline, is they mention in this movie that there's three books. So it's like that would be this book in this movie, Evil Dead Rise, the book in the Ash series, and then the book in the remake. So they kind of made it so like it's they, that shit still happened. This stuff is just happening at like a different part in the world like where the third book turned up. Kind of interesting. Are we going to get them all together? <laughs> yeah, we're going like well, I mean, to get like an Avengers fucking Infinity was going to be like Evil Dead Infinity War. Be, it's just Ash White versus like... Four to four, like ten Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> yeah, right. It was a Raimi film. Fuck it, we'll get we'll Doctor get Cumberbatch. <laughs> He'll come in as Doctor Strange. I'm sure. I'm sure Disney will approve all of this. And Bruce will be good. Ash will be good with Doctor Strange's help. Yeah. Doctor Strange will just send them evil fuckers back. Oh, he'd be so annoyed. We end up with Army of Darkness too, which we never got. They'll go back in time, dude. Oh my god, we should do this. <laughs> Dude, you can't tell me Doctor Strange isn't going to want to beat the shit out of Ash by the end of that film. <laughs> At some point, he's going to do them shits where we're like he does the spell to shut you up. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. He going, he, he gonna, he's just gonna be like, he's gonna have enough of uh, Ash pretty quick. Pretty quick, Ash is gonna be dumb as shit and bossy. <laughs> but okay, yeah. um, talking about Evil Dead Rise. Okay, so here's my opinion. Um, the movie, uh honestly it exceeded my expectations uh i was really worried that it wasn't going to be good and it delivered everywhere that i was looking for too like when i go to see a horror movie this is what i wanted this is what i want this is a true horror movie and it is dead serious it's dark it's original it's brutal and gross and it's exactly what an evil dead film should be right i mean the direction and the camera angles are fucking crisp and smooth they tell the story brilliantly the cinematography by Dave Garbett, who actually worked on the show Ash vs. Evil Dead, by the way, is stellar. Uh, the music by Stephen McKeon is wonderful. And uh, everyone involved, in my opinion, really showed up to make an e- to make Evil Dead Rise an intense experience and a really good scary movie. And uh, it is scary and creepy. Would you say it's uh, a little creepy, John? Yeah, there's some definitely some creepy spots. I'd be interested also to wonder if any of them got sick, because I've watched stuff with Bruce Campbell. And he's talked about how, like, Evil Dead fans want the gore. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. You have to have the gore for an Evil Dead movie. The has to and be. And he yeah. would talk about how when they would get done filming it, he would be sick to his stomach because he would, in, like, ingest so yeah. much of the fake blood that it would, like, literally make him sick after Ugh. they were done filming. So I wonder if this was a problem because, like, I, it's like the, every Evil Dead movie, you're always just like, yelling, like, close your fucking mouth. Like, <laughs> Why are you letting this motherfucker puke in your mouth for 20 seconds? Stop. It's just like blood spurting or, ah, it's like, close your mouth. Turn your head, goddammit. Let him bleed. Let him spit in your fucking ear. Jesus. <laughs> spit in <Yeah>. ear. <laughs> That's, a, That's a whole new kink. It's a little better, but it still sucks. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but anyway, uh, so, but the cherry on top of Evil Dead Rise is the performances. I mean, everyone especially like i said Alyssa sutherland is one of the most elite deadites in the series and uh lily lily sullivan the sister she she carried the movie and uh 
the the best the performances of the children were grounded and well done. Uh, Nell Fisher, who played the little girl Cassie, she knocked it out of the park. She was one of my favorite characters, man. I love that little girl. And uh, I yeah, I don't have much to complain about. That's the thing. When I'm trying to review it, like you were talking about, I'm thinking, like, what didn't I like about it? And honestly, I'm scratching my head trying to come up with things I didn't like. I was really pleased. I really was. As an Evil Dead fan, I think I was just pleased to see, like, the evil, a new Evil Dead movie actually get done right. And, uh... Yeah, I haven't been able to stop smiling or talking about it since I saw it. So to me, I give it an eight point seven five out of ten. It's, it's near, it's near perfect for me. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm I love it. It's uh, yeah, you Evil Dead fans are in for a real treat. You know, the ones of you who are going to go see it this weekend. For I'm sure. sure there'll be a couple. I saw it. it fucking sucked. Of course, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be the elitist that you know. Oh, every any movie after 1987 sucks, Duke. If you, you know, talk to Quentin Tarantino, probably any movie from 1987 sucked dick to him. That that's that probably true. Yes, he does. All right. Well, I think uh, we'll stop here now for uh, spoilers before we get into those. Uh, so this will be the end of our spoiler-free review. Um, stick around because we're just going to be talking spoilers for the whole second half of that. If but, you dare. If you dare. <laughs> but first, we're giving away. One 11 by 5 by 17 poster for the film that we were given at the advanced screening we attended. Uh, to win them, all you need to do is relay what the keyword is to us on social media at High on Horror 420. You can even fucking email us if you want at High on Horror 420 at gmail.com. Maybe we'll read it, maybe we won't. <laughs> we, will. <laughs> now, well, we will check our email, I promise. What else am I going to do at work? Um, the first. Uh, person that uh messages us like i said on social media or email with the keyword to get the poster first come first serve as they say so uh drew what is the keyword okay well uh the keyword is actually two words i think it might be three depending on how you look at it but it's a quote from evil dead rise um titty sucking parasite is the keyword good luck okay so uh yeah so uh, we will accept titty sucking with a hyphen between titty and sucking. Is titty sucking a hyphen word? I don't know. I'm Do you sure hyphen a titty sucking? I th- you, you, you can hyphenate it, I think. I think you can. I mean, you can hyphenate anything you want. You just put a fucking hyphen in it. That's that's true. But anyway. So we'll accept it as three words or two words. Two words, three words, two words with a hyphen. <laughs> It'll work. Uh, titty sucking parasite. One more time. Titty sucking parasite. Just email us that. First person gets the poster. Yeah. So uh, with that said, now let's get into the spoilers. Uh, I mean, if you're in a high rise, you might want to get some all stain and be protected from mayhem from deadites. So, uh, yeah. So if uh, you don't want anything spoiled, get the fuck out. Dollar for dollar. Nobody protects you from mayhem like all state agents. All right. So for spoilers, I'm not even just going to keep going down the movie because you've seen it. I just want to like talk about shit that happens. Yes. So So we have to go through the plot. I already know you probably are fiending to talk about the same exact thing I'm about to bring up. Yeah, I know what if you're going to say. Yes. Go ahead. Try to guess the peephole scene. Yes. That's what I wanted to talk about immediately. Yes, dude. That is yeah by far the best. It's just I I like the shot, the perspective of you're just watching shit. You hear noises and just 
deadites running down past the fucking peephole to the other yes, side just yes. fucking shit up yeah i mean and, and the thing is you see that well, i guess it's not deadites it's a deadite well that's the thing uh, now now when i go back and i watch the trailer and you see her uh ellie looking in the you know the people going you know open up i just want a little kiss you actually see like the little like a little dead kid in back of her in the hallway and i never picked up on it the first time and it's like yeah that whole there's a whole scene that leads to that there is literally ellie like taking on everybody on the fucking their floor of the apartment and you're watching it through the people shotguns and everything it's fucking insane and also <laughs> the fucking people in the theater had me dying oh yeah well, because <laughs> when when uh why can't i remember their names the little girl oh uh cassie yeah cassie yeah. when she's there and she's like open up for mommy i'm all better now and everybody you hear people audibly in the theater like no <laughs> no <laughs> like, like this kid's gonna hear him. and she like it's it's uh, it's probably not as drawn out as it seems but you know it's a little bit drawn out as she gonna open the door and you just hear people just go oh like, like when she's going it starts to like turn the lock yeah 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 I, that, I, shit, that shit had me dying that's like, funny yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't hear that actually but oh, you were dude. closer to the I was more in towards the wall. Yeah, dude, there was people through that whole scene. You would just, oh, no, <laughs> no. The like, cheese grater scene. Uh, Everybody went, oh, at the same time. But go, hold on. But going back to that people scene, what I wanted to say about that was that that would have been a genius shot regardless of what kind of movie it was. But to utilize that during like the chaos of an Evil Dead movie while the tension meter is getting revved up, that was just that was just an amazing idea, let alone shot. It's one of those shots that like like obviously you agree, it sticks with you and like you keep obsessing over it, just thinking like, man, like that was just like real like that was art. That's the best way I can put it. That was real art <coughs> in an Evil Speaking Dead movie. And uh and of course, you know the the deadite final boss at the end of the film. The final Jesus boss. Christ, there's a final boss. <laughs> but anyway, back to what we were saying about uh, the cheese grater, right? And all the other. Sh what else was did we get? A fed was there uh, reactions for? Because that cheese grater. Oh, I know one, but you go first. I was just gonna say the cheese grater. Also on our Instagram, we got candies <laughs> that were supposed to be made of like the skin it gets grated with. I hope they grater. taste better, but we don't know. We yeah, haven't tried. We them were yet. supposed to try them out for this episode, but we're stoners. And John I left got them. too high and forgot. Yeah, I, yeah, I had too much other shit to grab. I only got one bag, or I'd try them right now. But I'm sorry, that's a souvenir. I'm not opening mine. I told Nicole, yeah, because I got two. Where, uh, to the people that host at this, if you're listening. I don't know if we were allowed to take those candies to start with, but you had them out on the table and somebody else did. So I just followed them. And yeah. then after the movie, they gave out more candy. They, they did a trivia before, which pissed me off because <laughs> I granted, I'm not even going to try to say that my evil dead knowledge is anywhere near what your evil dead knowledge is. But I figured I'll still be able to get a couple of these bitches. Mm -hmm. All they asked about was all oh, the director directed what movie before this, the, the star was it known for what show before? Yeah, it was all about the new it was movie. None yeah. of it was Evil Dead trivia at all. Agreed. And then uh, you were the only one that didn't know a question, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. I was I wasn't going to bring that up, but yeah. Um, that, oh, I've been telling everybody how 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 even after you gave the answer, everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> so yeah, the, there was a question that um, the, there was like two hundred people in that theater, and uh, it was completely packed. And uh, they asked the final question, and they said that uh, they were giving out cheese graters and uh, sweatshirts and candy, and um, they said you know that they had a special gift that they would mail for this question because they didn't have it with them. If uh, if the answer, if anyone knew the answer to this question, and the question was something like, uh, "What was 
uh, the mother afraid that her child was in Lee Cronin's hole yeah, like in the ground. What, what, what mythical creature was she worried that he was turning into? Right, and every other question that they asked, everybody's hands was raised. Or, like, it was or, like, or, or, or there would be people just go, oh, 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 Yeah, like, but it was like, it was hard to get noticed because so many people were reacting to questions. And then they asked And you're kind of off, and we were kind of off to the side in a corner. Yep, so it's definitely hard to get recognized when everybody's raising their hands, but nobody raised their hand. It was just crickets. You just hear crickets. Then nobody knew the answer. And it was funny because even the guy hosting, he was like, look, he's like, anybody gets this, you know your horror. Yeah, and uh, I raised my hand and he looked over. He was like, damn, nobody knows this. Nobody knows this question. And then he, and then he looks and over you. and sees me. I'm the only guy with my hand up in the whole theater. And I raised my hand and I said a changeling, which was correct. And his his reaction was like, oh, he couldn't believe and I knew it. And then other people you know? were like, you heard people go, what was it? What was the answer? And the guy repeated. He was like, it was a changeling. And the people, what? Yeah, like <laughs> like even after I answered it, people still, like they were stumped. So that's really awesome. But uh, I still have no word on if I'm going to get this special yeah. prop package. So yeah. I better get that. because I be I'm, on yes if Drew doesn't get his power drill. <laughs> that's right. I, I worked my ass. Well, no, I didn't work my ass. But, but here's what's funny. Yeah, the funny. Oh, uh, <clears throat> I had that, that snobby mentality. Remember when they first started giving out trivia questions? They were like, we're going to ask some trivia questions. And then we're going to... um. Start giving away some prizes. I ain't answering shit unless <laughs> it's for a prize. I lean over to John. I said, I don't give a shit if I know all the answers. I'm not answering shit unless it's worth a prize. Which is smart because they're it, probably right? only going to call on you once. So right. don't be that person. And I saved it till the last the one and thing, got the best prize. The, but I, hopefully I got the best did prize. Did you hear we'll the say. woman behind us when, when you were trying to get the lady's attention and couldn't get it? No. You were trying to get her. You were like, hey, miss. Hey, yeah, miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, she just kept walking because they were supposed to get your information to send you the thing. They forgot to get it. The couple behind us, I don't know, uh, the boyfriend, husband, whatever. Okay. I guess he had told her, like, why didn't you say something, like, to get the lady's attention. Okay. To which she goes, oh, so this sounds like something you and I would say. (laughs) She goes... She wasn't listening to him, so me yelling, hey, miss, as well, was going to do do anything? (laughs) I'm like, at first, I'm like... She got a point. Now she just <laughs> saw that she didn't know the answer. She's like, I'm not gonna help this guy get his prize. Fuck Why would him. I do that, man? Fuck him and that changeling. Right. But um Oh yeah, and then uh <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff, something else before before we moved on to something else. No, we were just talking about the okay. cheese grater and then I think we just got into the contest and yeah, whatever. I was gonna say the uh the blob deadite. Are we talking about the final boss? Yeah. Yes. That shit. So so Ellie Ellie's lying on the apartment floor and like it just looks like there's a Dawn of the Dead scene happening where it's like all these deadites are like kind of digging her guts up and you think that they're like maybe ripping I thought they were ripping her apart. I thought that was like, are they eating her or ripping her apart? Motherfuckers are crawling inside her making this like spider fucking resident evil mutant fucking silent hill looking yeah. deadite where it's literally like a combination of the entire upstairs tenants yeah. in one fucking body. I like the old guy. Yeah, dude. Oh, you know what? You know what though? The one thing that I that I thought was really cool though that I want to mention that that is that is again different that we haven't seen in any other Evil Dead movie, including the originals, was that the evil actually has a presence in this one. Unlike the other films, where it's just like the camera angle and the noise, you just hear the and the camera's kind of doing that shifting shit where it's moving and you know. But in this one, it doesn't just like do that and then all of a sudden zoom in on you and you're possessed. This time, like you hear the evil when Ellie's trapped in the elevator, it's laughing at her hissing at her yeah. making noises i didn't think about that bitch slapping her ripping her earring out like this evil like bit, it roughs you up it doesn't just like get into you it fucking it tells you it beats the shit out of you roughs you up it victimizes it chris you. browns you and then yeah. takes advantage and then, of you. It, and it gets inside you and then All the other it, thing yeah. the other thing that got me was when ellie goes to talk to i think it's cassie 
but she goes to touch when she comes out through the door and they're asking her like are you okay are you okay you can see the evil like combing through her mind because she doesn't know her name she says something i think it's uh, cassie but she's like yeah okay okay Callie, oh god, oh god, Cassie, yeah, hi Cassie, and you, and I was like, oh, that's fucking evil, like, just to see that, like, you just saw the evil, like, comb her brain for, like, the names of people, that was, like, just totally unique to me, yeah. and also, also, uh, sorry, but what, Go ahead. Were you no, gonna no, respond no, to that? No, How I'm about fine. the uh, my whole thing going into the Evil Dead Rise was what the fuck's up with the chick that's rising out of the water with the cuts on her face? Where is this gonna fit into the fucking movie? Bam! Right in the fucking beginning. That's yeah. where. How about that shit? Some uh, apocalypse nail stuff. But I mean, have you ever seen something like that before? I mean, you know, like uh, obviously there's the big question as to how she got the cuts on her face. I mean, have you ever seen what? What she do? Go ahead, tell tell the listeners what happens. <laughs> takes a drone to the face takes a just grabs a drone and just smashes it into our own fucking face why though why? why but basically the opening of the movie is kind of the end of the movie right like it's the end of the movie essentially you yeah know? that's because i didn't feel like it was bad here but i feel like it's becoming a trope what where the end becomes where the end yeah. is the beginning i can see that i feel like it's been happening with a lot of movies lately well, I feel that it kind of worked. I mean, I, 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 mean, I get fine here. no, I get you. I totally get you. But the reason that to me that it worked here is because with it being an Evil Dead movie, like I'm not. I think it's kind of cool, basically, that they're saying the evil was never put back. Basically, like there's total room for another movie because no one ever made so close the book, so to speak. You know what I mean? So, um, and like, the book looked really good. I agree, and like you said earlier with the teeth, it's it's menacing looking. Like I wouldn't. Um, and sure enough, like you're like, oh, this book looks creepy. A tooth that has teeth on it, it scratches you, you bleed on it, and then just opens by itself. And you're going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, let me read through this. No, no, I would close that shit and be like, this shit just drank my blood and wants me to read from it. This is some, this is some diabolical, oh, as our producer Josh would say, this is some diabolical shit. We didn't even bring up the records. Yes, talk about that. That shit was there. Un- unlike the tape recorder, like in the prior films. Yeah, it was on vinyls. Yes. And it was... It, like why would that guy have not destroyed that because like he does the first two to go on the third one ah, i fucked up like yeah. after he finished why would he just got rid of those like all together right. so yeah i got the feeling that this might have been like the first one found the first of the three books found based on like the obviously the fact that this is on record so like yeah. i think there's maybe that's why the book had teeth too they're trying to say that that's okay. like the ancient yeah. you know but yeah so it's like i like though that you hear on the records you basically hear the priests like who discovered the book basically trying to convince the church to let him read it and you hear like it's like you're like a recording in like a, a church right i mean isn't it yeah, it's, a church, it's right? weird because they have to like put their finger on it to like speed it up too yeah and you just hear everybody in the church like protesting like get out of our church you're evil you're not doing it blah 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 second record is him like saying what's he saying in the second record like oh they kicked me out of the church so i'm gonna read the shit anyway or something yeah and then, yeah, and then like I said, the third one is the, the uh, yeah, you should have listened to that second record or the first <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, that shit was fucking. Very cool way to like show the backstory of the book, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Just like the book felt alive. It felt more, it felt a little more evil than it usually does. Like I felt it was, it was actually kind like of it's usually kind of more of like slapstick horror almost to yeah. me, usually with the book. Or even like in the 2013, it's like, it kind of looks, <laughs> or, or in the 2013 when it kind of looked stylish, where it looked like you had skin on it, but it was a kind of cool looking. This just looked like mean, you know, you just knew like this is bad news. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a solid entry. I can't really think of 
off the top of my head anything else i like how we did that i like how we didn't try to go through the plot we just talked about what we liked about it because it's hard hard sometimes i thought about it look you've you've seen the movie if you're listening to this you either don't care or you have seen it too so yeah so like i feel like the majority is going to be people that have seen it because i feel like this is one of those movies that you don't want it spoiled for you so yeah there's a final boss there's gore there's the humor that's in the movie is very uh it's dark humor it's not yeah. open humor it's like a, a uh, yeah it's it's very dark humor that horror fans would get but some people who aren't horror fans would not probably laugh at some of the shit but um all right so i guess with, the, with us nearing the end of the episode um let's rank the evil dead movies I'll, I'll go first you know um for me evil dead 2 still reigns supreme at number one and then uh i'll go uh the original at number two and then i'm gonna say evil dead rise at number three and i'll listen listen I know people are fucking tur- trying to turn this podcast off right now and like saying that's sacrilegious to put it before Army of Darkness, but Army of Darkness comes in fourth place in my in my ranking, um, and then the remake in the fifth and last spot. Uh, I, I know a lot of you, like I said, think it's sacrilegious to put Army of Darkness after a newer Evil Dead film without Ash, and truth be told, no disrespect to Bruce and his brilliant performance in Army of Darkness, but that movie lost a step of what Evil Dead is. Yes, I enjoy it. Yes, it's funny. I love the character of Ash. I love the one-liners. I love the slapstick, but it's, but it's more of a Monty Python movie. That's it's, not, it's not a gory, brutal it's chaos like it movie. So yeah, that it's not, it's not a nail-biting suspense movie that's with, with, brutal, and uh, it's not scary at all. And uh, I've probably seen Army of Darkness the most out of all the Evil Dead films. So I'm not hating on it. I love that movie. But as a lifelong Evil Dead fan, I reckon the real recognizes real. And this new film is the superior, superior Evil Dead film. When I think Evil Dead, I think Gory Mayhem. And uh, Rise uh, fits right there. So uh, you were worried about pissing people off with your rankings. Okay, here we go. Evil Dead 2, still yeah. the best. Agreed. <laughs> I would go. go this Evil Dead number two. Oh shit! So you put it at two? Oh I wow! I put it at two. Yeah. It's funny because I read yours and you're like, <laughs> "I'm going to piss people off," and I'm like, "Well, I'm probably going to piss them off more than like." So you put it, it at number really two in the movie. series, and I put it at three. So hey, well, yeah, that's that says I something. I really enjoyed it. I'm sure you fuck like you know how you get like you know oh, any. I don't even recognize any Evil Dead movies after uh, Army of Darkness. <laughs> and there's some people don't even fucking like Army of Darkness, yeah, so it's all really the first two. Or there's the, there's the would, Ash purist, that if so, Ash ain't in it, I'm not watching it. So, hate me if you want, I got it at number two. I, oh, really, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And, oh, man. So pe- what's number three? People are going to fucking hate me. <laughs> I got Army of Darkness number three. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I got the original at number four. Oh, wow. So the original's on number four, and so then remake is also last on your list, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. okay. Real I'm, recognizes real. Like but, I said. Uh, I mean, we've, Evil Dead 2 is not a remake, but it's a, it's, it's a remake. It's a requel. Yeah, there, the original requel. Now that that word exists, it's a requel. Yeah, you can now retroactively apply that to <laughs> Evil Dead Two. That was good. Because I feel like Evil Dead Two is a lot of Evil Dead, and it was just better, had better production, you yeah, know, better all around. I, Bruce I mean, carried the movie by himself, didn't need all those co-stars. Yeah, right. Uh, like so, I mean, I'm sure there's people that are fucking live it with me right now. I got the original at four, and I got this new one at two, but. It is what it is. Yeah, hell yeah. So, okay, so let me ask you this before we uh, before we close out. You have this thing where you've been buying physical media. Physical media for this or digital? Uh, 
that's kind of what determines like how much you like a movie to me is how how you're willing to like you just bought that lighthouse edition now, i know you don't like this as much as the lighthouse oh, I know. but but is it like steelbook worthy in your collection see the other problem is i also have to consider storage yeah that's just yeah yeah so i also have to consider that too but i mean i feel like it's one of those movies and i feel like it's probably a lot with a lot of movies is that I might want. It depends what they're going to give me with the steel book and what's going to come with it, or yeah, and what's and what's included in it. That, yeah, I guess so. The, the edition, depending on edition. But okay. I would like to have it in my collection for sure. So it's not like Cocaine Bear, where you were automatically like, "Yeah, that's one I don't own digital." Like this is one where you'd at least consider owning it. It's funny because now I don't <laughs> know. Maybe Bear. maybe we'll talk about this in a later episode. We've briefly touched on it before. Another thing that really made me change my mind about owning physical versus digital yeah. was we, I think we talked about it when Joe Bob brought up the uh, Gone Gone with the Wind stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw something that came out. I haven't, ind- I haven't verified it myself, so I don't know if it's true. But going for digital stuff and how they can change stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw that if you watch Juno on HBO Max or whatever the hell it's on, I don't want to, whatever Max streaming now, service. Yeah. Um, if you watch Juno, mm-hmm. they change the title. They change the credits because of Elliot Page. It uh, says Elliot Page, not like not on like when you go to watch, like it tells you who's in it. When you actually watch the movie, the actual credits have been changed. So they're in ed- the yeah, movie. so, so you see that they're editing movies now and just filtering it in as if that was like the original version. Yeah. And I'm not even like making this a statement on like trans people or anything. It's a statement on I now get how they can just go and edit anything now at this yeah. point. Yeah. So now I do I, not not, the, not the, that I didn't see the point of physical media, but now I more see of like, the, 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 oh wow, yeah. like, yeah, like you can just go in and change movies. I mean, well, like, well, I guess fucking George Lucas has been doing that for a long time, but yeah, it's just the, yeah, it doesn't the, the, have anything to do with Elliot and Ellen Page. It's just oh wow, they really will go in and just change a movie. It's the one to pre- to preserve a movie in its original form yeah. through physical media, so that way you can watch it without any new tampering. It's a pretty important subject I'm just throwing in To here some horror end. movie, yeah, to some people though, like watching the original movie, like that's what you, that's the movie you love. You don't want to watch an updated version. Like you want to watch the, like people complain about Star Wars with the dance scene and stuff like that, you know, because that wasn't in the original and one. And if you and watch shit, some like, of them, you can see like Nicole had never watched Star Wars and I told her about, you know, when we finally watched it, about like lucas went back and tinkered a bunch and yeah. i'm like you can look at scenes and she even was like would notice that i'm like you could watch scenes and because it's so much later it's been added in you can go oh i could totally tell they just added that yeah. in yeah there's Absolutely. like uh when they're going to the cantina and a new hope they added in stuff with stormtroopers and stuff to make it look like you it's tell, busier it, but than, it's newer you can tell yeah and yeah. then like return of the jedi you hear jar jar binks in the celebration like like when they're going to all the different planets you can hear jar jar brink brinks J- <laughs> jesus christ jar jar binks jar jar binks dude like we's a free and i'm like yeah. god damn it so <laughs> I, I think i was more mad that i learned that he survived all the way through jedi <laughs> yeah no I, i'm with you i don't like uh 
I don't like tampering with movies. And actually, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this on the podcast cause I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I wouldn't do it, but just the thought, you know, crossed my mind that back in the day, people would bootleg things on VHS because of like video nasties and stuff. And it's like, that's how word of mouth. So that's how movies would get around. People would tape a copy of a tape and then that second hand seven days. Right. And <laughs> that second hand unit would hand tape would get passed around and traded at shows and stuff like that. And, uh, Netflix closed their deal with Mike Flanagan, and he's now working with Amazon Prime. So like all of his, they're kind of Netflix is kind of trying to get rid of his shit now off their stuff, off their uh, their their streaming service. And the movie Hush about the the deaf girl mm-hmm. who's being stalked by a serial killer, it's a really good movie. They announced that it's like leaving their streaming service, and Netflix never puts any of their original content on physical media so it's like once that's gone it's gone you're not going to be able to watch it part of me thought i should like screen record this off my phone or something because in like five years no one might be able to find this movie and i could say hey i was i was a part in keeping this alive and like keeping the movie kind of like like just keeping it from my i'm sure people have copies you know keeping it out there but yeah it just makes me want to preserve it and just say that i don't want this movie to be lost so it's like even at the cost of bootlegging it like however whatever you have to do to make that not get lost so you know, we'll see, but like you said, I'm sure you could probably find a Blu-ray of it already or something that somebody's already probably downloaded and would be better than my screen recording, but still, the thought about preserving crossed my mind, and we were talking about preserving film, so anyway. Yeah, we just rambled at the end of uh, Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. Throughout like this important thing just at the end of the episode. Got real deep that we got us thinking and talking real deep. It's a caviar gold or... Thank you, Kevin Smith. Thank you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Come on the podcast, Kevin. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about Tusk. People fucking hate that movie. I need to stop because we'll just start yeah, rambling on more about. We shit. need to. We need to close out this episode. We need to close this out. Stop it here. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you to all the horror hounds and smokers out there for tuning in. Uh, next week, we'll uh, finally get you that review of. Uh, easily the most anticipated movie for me this year renfield it's getting mediocre reviews so uh, i'm a little worried i, I thought was, it might uh, be good but i was super sarcastic going. in my statement about how excited i i i've you, you're Our well aware heard Every, last week i said it was like pulling teeth to get you to go i'm like dragging you basically you know it's funny i'll fucking just come out and say it we talked about this drew was going to be able to get passes like we did for evil dead to go see renfield and i was like Nah, I can't that day. And then he was like, oh, they're giving out more tickets for Evil Dead Rides because we, we couldn't originally get them when, 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 when we first right. went out, but they get they put out 50 more. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take off work for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I told, I, just, I said that to you. I, I messaged you. I was like, yeah, you want to go see like, Ren- I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll take a vacation day at work to go see that. This is legit how it went. I mess text John. I say, hey, man, you want to go see Renfield Tuesday in an advanced screening? And, and in fairness, the advanced screening's about 40, 40 minutes to an hour away. Yeah. And he goes, John says, uh, you know, uh, no, nah, I got work that day and I'm taking off a day the following week. So I can't, I can't go to see Renfield. So I was like, you bastard. I was like, I bet if it was tickets for Evil Dead Rise, you'd have done it. And he said, I would. LOL. Next day, I'm like, yo, John, there's passes available. He gets it and we go. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? You could have done it. You just, you just would not make Renfield a priority no, in your life. I have not <laughs> since the first trailer. You got me to watch fucking Willy's Wonderland. I liked it, but why are you not going to let me make you watch a Nick Cage movie? But it's not really a Nick Cage movie. I guess. I mean, I'm Nicholas sure he's Holt a movie. He's not. He's a. He's one of the main cast, but he's not the main character. 
Okay. That, that'll be my only argument. I got really nothing. It just doesn't look good. <laughs> and when it was first announced, like I was pumped. I was like, oh, Renfield movie? That sounds like I could be badass. And then I saw the first trailer and went, this looks terrible. <laughs> but we're going to review it. Maybe yeah. I'll be surprised. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll love it. And, and real quick, before you move on, uh, I was going to say Jenna Canal, who plays Tara in Terrifier, she's in the film. Oh, and she's, uh, okay. She's in the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the anger management, like whatever sort of like self-help oh, meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in her scene, she, she does a Terrifier reference, like when, oh, she's, talking, nice. when she's talking about um, like why she's there. She says that she has nightmares that she's being haunted by a clown. Oh, so nice. a nice little Easter egg to not, so not, another terrifying nod this episode. Yeah, best part of the movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's so, your girl. So yeah, you're gonna love it. Uh, so yeah, so uh, follow us online, High on Horror 420 at Gmail. Fuck Christ, that Kevin Smith weed, my dude. I gotta say, the last probably what four or five episodes. The endings have just become unraveled at the end. We just, we're too high to talk and shit. Like, it just, it's just like you get, you get, you get to the wrap up and then it's just. It's just tired. It's, it's just, just late, in the, late at night and early in I'm, the morning, depending the quote, on how you the look quote, at the it. The quote John Coffey, I'm tired, boss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so follow us online on High on Horror 420 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can email us at highonhorror420 at gmail.com. And uh, before I screw up anymore, um, I think that about wrap her up. Catch you later. Titty sucking parasite. Remember, titty sucking parasite. You can include a hyphen. You can win a poster just sending us a message. Can saying include that. a hyphen. <laughs> See you guys next week. Remember the hyphen. <laughs>